Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with Italian News, a weekly podcast about Italy. Today is Thursday, December 8, 2022, and today in Italy is a national holiday, the Immacolata Concezione. Some recently published data tell us that the Italian economy is proceeding with ups and downs. Italy's GDP increases, increased by 0.5% in the third quarter of 2022 with respect to the previous three months and by 2.6% in comparison with the same period in 2021. The increase was driven by household spending and tourism while industry was down. The carryover annual GDP growth for 2022 is equal to 3.9%. Besides, Italy's employment rate reached 60.5% in October, the highest level on record since the start of the statistical series on this factor in 1977. This October, 496,000 Italians, more than October 2021, were in employment in Italy. According to a report by the International Labour Organization, though, wages in Italy are 12% lower than in 2008 in real terms. Among the G20 countries, this is the worst result. Weighing most heavily has been inflation, which has consolidated over the past year. Real wages in Italy lost 6 percentage points in 2022, double the European average. Especially low-income households, which have proportionately higher spending on essential goods, are suffering from this. For them, the price rising is 1 to 4 points higher, touching 15%. However, the good news for Italy is that inflation is slowing sharply on a monthly basis, only plus 0.5% in November compared to plus 3.4% in October, and is stable on a year-over-year basis. It seems to have exhausted its momentum, but incoming news may announce that it is too early to celebrate. As every year, in mid-December, Italians who are employed will receive their 13 months pay, la tredicesima, which was once used to pay for Christmas presents and perhaps take some trips. However, much of the 47 billion euros that Italians will receive will go to paying taxes and bills for electricity and heating. In November, the price of gas will increase by 13.7% compared to October, and this will be seen in the inflation figures for December. Only 9.5 billion will be used for Christmas gifts. The propensity to buy gifts in Italy has been decreasing since 2015, but fortunately in 2022 it seems to have picked up again, at least compared to the previous year. In addition, Italians will be forced to face price hikes for both food and typical holiday decorations. Trees, lights and Christmas balls will increase, experience increases of 40%, 25% and 20% respectively compared to 2021 and setting the table for Christmas lunches and dinners will cost us 340 million euros more. Regarding travel, on the other hand, usually the December 8 holiday sees many Italians traveling and this year Italians can bridge, as we say in Italy, fare ponte, because if one takes Friday off, you can be on vacation from Thursday to Sunday. This year, about 12 million Italians have decided to travel for these days. 94.1% of them will stay in Italy. They were 92.3% in 2021. 70% of those who choose Italy will stay in the region of residence. The most popular destinations will be in the mountains, 28.5%, art cities and towns, 27.8%, and seaside, 13.1%. This is followed by lakes, 5.3%, and spas, 5%.
Let's talk about space. Italy continues to be very active in this matter and has obtained the formal commitment for the Europe, from the European Space Agency that one of two Italian astronauts from the class of 2009, namely Samantha Cristoforetti or Luca Parmitano, will participate in the planned mission aboard, aboard the future Lunar Gateway Space Station in lunar orbit between 2025 and 2030. Besides, two young Italians from the Italian Space Agency have been selected as reserve astronauts. They are Andrea Patassa, 31, from Spoleto in Umbria, and Antea Comellini, 30, from Chiari in the province of Brescia in Lombardy. Meanwhile, Italy's first nano-satellite constellation will begin operations as early as 2023, when launches will also begin, thanks to a partnership between Italian companies Apogeo Space and the Orbit to put its satellites into orbit. This network will enable it to base the infrastructure for a global connectivity service for Internet of Things devices. The project will reinforce Italy's role in telecommunications and nanosatellite constellations. <clears throat> and talking about innovation, according to the latest survey on the degree of innovation in a country, the smartest city in Italy is Florence, Tuscany, the smartest one, followed by Milan, Lombardy. Third place went to a tight group of cities, Bergamo and Cremona in Lombardy, Bologna and Modena in Emilia-Romagna, Rome in Lazio and Trento in Trentino-Alto Adige. Among the smartest cities, as many as 10 are metropolitan capitals out of 14 overall, almost all of them in the centre-north. Evidence of the persistence of a certain lag of the south and smaller realities despite the catching-up trend. At the bottom of the ranking, we find Rieti in Lazio, Avellino in Benevento in Campania, Foggia in Puglia, Agrigento and Denna in Sicily, and in last place Isernia in Molise. Instead, Cagliari in Sardinia, Palermo in Sicily, and Bari in Puglia are confirmed at the top among southern Italian cities. The survey examines the digital transformation of territories through eight sectoral areas, summarizing 35 indicators based on 150 variables online services, social channels enabling platforms, open data, openness, public Wi-Fi, municipal apps, and Internet of Things. There is a definite acceleration in the average level of digitization and a rebalancing that has led to shortening distances from the top even by several realities between southern cities and smaller towns. Let's talk about food and agriculture then. Among the, seven, the 27 EU member states, Italy is the top investing nation when it comes to food safety. The Italian food and beverage industries apply very high standards in this regard, dedicating specific spending chapters to ensure product safety. The drivers used by the Italian companies to promote and ensure food safety in response to consumers' needs are economics, resources and know-how, but also research and innovation, controls, traceability of food and its ingredients and contact materials, consumer information and communication. In 2021 alone, more than 3 billion euros was dedicated to food safety by the Italian industries and about 10 billion to R&D investments. Besides, every day the Italian food companies engage 85,000 people to carry out 2.8 million controls on their products, in addition to 700,000 inspections by public, national and local authorities every day. Also, Italy ranks fourth in the EU behind Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania and Romania in the percentage of agriculture enterprises led by women. We are first among the continent's most developed European nations in terms of the presence of female entrepreneurs in a sector, agriculture, usually ruled by men. Italy's percentage reaches 31.5%, while the European average is only 29%. 
in some European regions, and Italy is among them, a new phenomenon is taking place whereby, whereby well-educated women are moving to the countryside to carry out their professional activities with greater awareness and more beginning power, achieving better work-life balance with their partners, who are building new rural societies by changing social norms regarding family responsibilities. In fact, the OECD estimates that reducing, reducing the gender gap by 2030 could produce a 12% increase in the global economy, and a large part of this breakthrough would be in agriculture. If women had the same access to productive resources as men in agriculture, they could increase yields on their farms by 25% and increase total agricultural production accordingly. Finally, women in agriculture can be an important driver of change toward ecosystemability ecosystem in a sector that now produces 11% of greenhouse gas emissions. That is why it's so important for Italy to be and remain at the top in this matter. I want to end this video, as I do when I can, with a bit of good news, this time concerning one of Italy's most marvelous, incredible and beloved monuments. A monument that is many years old but does not seem to feel it. In fact, one might even say that instead of aging, it is getting younger. I am talking about La Torre di Pisa in Tuscany, the leaning tower that has been leaning less and less since small amounts of soil were removed below its north side 23 years ago, triggering a slow straightening movement. The slope of the world's most closely monitored monument has been reduced by 43 centimeters, as to say almost 17 inches, a steady trend that increases safety but is completely imperceptible to tourists who can continue to have their pictures taken while pretending to support it with one hand. Soon the monitoring will also be joined by a satellite system which will allow in complete safety to celebrate an important birthday. In fact, August 9, 2023 will mark 850 years since the foundation stone of the Leaning Tower was laid. It's all for now, it's all for today. Please stay safe, please take care. If you can, celebrate l'Immacolata Concezione. My name is Umberto Mucci, this was We the Italian News. I'll see you next Thursday. Ciao from Rome.